The following is an exclusive podcast for the Dermatology Digest. Hi, this is Dr. Ted Rosen again with a bit of a philosophical moment. Many of you know my penchant for sci-fi and horror films. The best of this genre on the little screen in the last decade, maybe ever, is The Walking Dead on AMC. This show features the adventures of a band of survivors following a zombie apocalypse. And in this scenario, danger is always lurking right around the corner. And the apocalypse survivors constantly are facing threats from both the undead as well as some not-so-scrupulous living. I watch it. It has a a great high body count, gruesome scenes of undead zombies ripping away the flesh of humans, and abundant gore with blood splashed all over creation. If you're not grossed out by scenes like these, you should watch it. However, below the surface of this well-done show, great special effects, characters you really bond with and care about, there are life lessons to be learned and internalized. Almost everything on this show can really be viewed as an allegory. Let's explore for a few minutes what a cable show about the zombie apocalypse has to do with dermatology. For example, in an episode a few weeks ago, two of the major characters were trapped by a madman who forces them to play a game of Russian roulette. By the way, that's not a new concept. The same sort of tense scene was played out not once but twice in the 1978 movie The Deer Hunter. At any rate, the crazy guy puts a bullet in the gun chamber, spins it, gives the gun to one of his prisoners. These are major characters on the show. And they can either put the gun to their own heads or point it at the other person and pull the trigger. They consistently refuse to point the gun at the other person and only point it at their own heads. One of the protagonists is a priest keeps trying to convince the madman who captured them that instead of doing this foolishness, he should return with them to the main band of survivors. He should come with them. They'll help him. And as it just appears that this strategy is working, the priest uses a mace-like fake arm and kills the madman. Remember the priest. I'm going to talk about him a little later. The point being... The two good guys won't risk each other's lives, preferring instead to put themselves at jeopardy. Why? Because they refer to each other as family. Remember, family is more than just blood relatives. Family consists of the people who matter to you. Treat your patients like family. Treat your coworkers like family. I guarantee you'll never regret it. Of course, during a zombie apocalypse, human survivors form larger and larger bands because their chances improve if they stick together. At one point, there are four distinct groups. The Kingdom, Hilltop, Alexandria, and Riverside. They trade goods, they share weapons, they even fight together against common enemies. 
be they hordes of zombies or groups of unscrupulous human beings. All the while, they are proving that there is strength in unity, which brings me to dermatology. You know, we might find that someone's choices of a practice model is distasteful, like venture capital-controlled practices. I'm worried about the corporatization of dermatology. But in the big picture, it's the zombies who are the enemy, not the other humans. State legislatures expanding scope of practice for non-dermatologists, the Byzantine and ever-changing rules and regulations we face, certifying agencies and their demands, insane drug prices that limited access to our patient. They're the enemy, not our fellow dermatologists. So directing vitriol at our colleagues is to me time and energy wasted by not recognizing who's the real enemy here. Survivors in an apocalypse do well when they plan ahead. So they plan with a purpose. They don't build a fortification to hold out a dozen zombies or a couple hundred zombies. They try and build fortifications to hold out thousands of zombies. There's an old saying, failure to plan is a plan for failure. Think ahead. For those of you who are young enough, Think what you really enjoy doing professionally and make that special interest known in your community. Try to build a practice where you spend a majority of your time doing the stuff that you enjoy. Let me give you a more mundane example. I opened a drawer in my biggest room to fetch the supplies I needed to prepare an intralesional triamcinolone injection. There was the drawer and there were no 30-gauge needles in the bin designated for them. I only work in that room on Mondays and Wednesdays, which means that some other day somebody used the last 30-gauge needle and didn't bother to restock the bin. They weren't planning ahead, and their lack of preparation hindered my efficiency, which affects the total efficiency of the office. Plan ahead. Stress changes people in many ways, and people reach their breaking points differently. Remember that priest I mentioned earlier? For a long time, he espoused the basic goodness of human beings, and he wouldn't kill anything or anybody. Ultimately, he became a vicious, cold-blooded killer. Scattered throughout the walking dead are evil people whose loss has hardened their hearts and turned them into evil caricatures of themselves. For those of you who watch the program, you know who I'm talking about, the Colonel, Negan, Alpha, and Beta. Stress changes people, and most often not for the better. Watch how stress might be affecting those you depend upon in your practice. The medical assistant who suddenly starts forgetting to call in prescriptions. The nurse who makes a nasty remark to other employees. The receptionist who turns away a patient who shows up three minutes late. They might be under stress, 
because they're having difficulty with their significant other or spouse or kids or finances or a leak in the house or their mother might be terminally ill. Without being too intrusive, if something seems awry and amiss, ask, is something wrong, and then offer, can I help? Stress changes people. Watch for it. Another consistent feature of The Walking Dead is the survivors, unfortunately, repeatedly allow themselves to get complacent. So they spend happy days on an idyllic farm or in an abandoned prison or a rebuilt city. They end up lurching from place to place as the zombies eventually overturn their artificially comfy little world. They stop taking precautions. They didn't plan an orderly exit. They're always starting over. You know, it's okay to be wrong, but it's not okay to stay wrong. Recognize your own weaknesses and work on them. Strive for constant improvement in your knowledge base, in your clinical skills, and of course, in your therapeutic armamentarium. Read literature lessons in the print journal, the Dermatology Digest. Always get better at fending off the pesky zombies. And lastly is this. You can't sustain a series like The Walking Dead by having a chaotic frenzy of bloodshed and mashed zombie brains every week. Some episodes are quiet, even joyful. The survivors eat, drink, and be merry. Eventually, of course, they're interrupted by the reemergence of the flesh-eating antagonists, but for a while at least, they have some downtime, time to relax. Which points out, working hard as a dermatologist is not everything. At work, say thank you to your assistants. There's nothing better than those two words to express your appreciation. You can't say it enough. Think about introducing fun into the practice. Maybe a party every month celebrating the employees who have a birthday that month. Or like we do, a yearly ethnic food fest where people get to prepare food from their ethnic background and talk about it. Celebrate the holidays with a catered-in meal. It doesn't have to be something fancy, even sandwiches. Or decorate the office for Halloween. We do, and I see patients. And whoever's helping me that day, M-A, R-N, they come in costume too. We have fun all day. Patients fight to get an appointment on Halloween. You know why you need fun at work? because you never know when the zombies will be pounding at your front door. This is Ted Rosen. I hope you've enjoyed this philosophical moment, and I will talk to you again. This has been an exclusive podcast with the Dermatology Digest. Find more at www.thedermdigest.com. Thank you for joining us.